Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 36 years of radio presence. Yes, the man was correct in that lofty introduction as my name is Pedro Fernandez. Of course, the often imitated but hardly duplicated heavyweight champion of the radio hours. Today, we're one hour. The Saturday edition, of course, of Ring Talk Live Worldwide airing at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Airs for an hour. The Sunday edition, that's two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Today, we'll hear from the heavyweight champion of the world. Some people consider him the champion. Nah, me, not so much anymore. I'm talking about linear world heavyweight champion Tyson Fury. Still undefeated. Uh, I said that Otto Wallen would, would be there at the, a, the uh, introduction of the fight. Well, guess what? He was there at the end. So 36 minutes later, Otto Wallen was still standing. Pretty good performance for the Swede, no doubt about that. But his being left-handed and coming in shape and knowing doing what Joey Gamache, his trainer, the former WBA lightweight champion, told him to do, following strategy was the key to winning those first four rounds until Tyson Fury took over. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The professor of pugilism, Socrates Palmer, will be here and, and, and we'll dip into the world of wrestling just for a minute as I talk about Cain Velasquez, the former USC heavyweight champion, now a, uh, a distinguished professional wrestler. I saw a match last week. He is Mr. Lucha Libre. I kid you not. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and of course, the American Forces Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Hey, fall is here, and with the leaves changing, it may feel like you're running out of time to get any lingering home projects done before the holidays. Luckily, Home Advisor can give you a hand so you can spend more time watching football and less time doing home projects. From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with the top rated pros in your area. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from the pros. And use Home Advisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. Whether it's remodeling the den for football season or fixing up the house before the holidays, Home Advisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. To get the right pro at a fair price, just go to Home Advisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning Home Advisor app today. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, Pedro, I appreciate it. Say a prayer for me, buddy. And if there's anything I can do for you anytime, you let me know. The great Johnny Tappy, of course. La Vida Loca. May he rest in peace. There's a lot of stuff going on in Johnny Tapia's world. I mean, of course, his wife, Teresa Tapia, or his widow, Teresa Tapia, has been doing a lot of uh, shows. And there's all kinds of stuff. And so you can check her out on Facebook, Teresa Tapia, and find out what's going on in the world of Johnny Tapia. She steps into the world of promotion and beyond. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Undefeated Tyson Fury, of course, man, that fight in 2018 when he got up off the deck December 1st against Deontay Wilder in the 12th round. I mean, I'm still speechless. What can you say? I mean, he was speechless. He doesn't know how he got up. Nobody knows how he went from like dead. I mean, like dead, like somebody shot him with a gun from the grassy knoll to, to coming alive and getting up off the deck. Of course, and 
sweeping, I thought swept the rest of the round against Deontay Wilder. Bottom line is, that wasn't the same Tyson Fury we saw last week. Maybe, maybe not. Talk about facing Otto Wallen. Wallen came in unbeaten, 20 fights out of Sweden, but unheralded. But the fact that he was a left-hander and that he had Joey Gamach, the former WBA, I think, junior, junior lightweight and lightweight title, I think he held it in two divisions out of Lewiston, Maine. Um, I think since he had Joey in the corner, I said, you know, Joey's a damn good trainer. I mean, Joey's probably top 10 trainer. Nobody, Joey doesn't get the, the respect of the accolades that, that people like uh, Freddie Roach, you know, getting Teddy Atlas and this and that. But I, I think Joey Gamach is just as good as those guys and just doesn't get the props. Anyway, Gamach in the corner of Otto Wallen had him up, I think, four rounds. If, if you were judging the fight squarely, I think he had him up four or five rounds and none after four or five rounds. So, I mean, on came Tyson Fury. I mean, like a train, he came on and imposed his physical will. But, you know, he was cut really bad and the cuts were so severe that he might be out of boxing for a year. And I just think that it wasn't fair in the fact that anybody else, they would have stopped that fight. Any, I mean, I can't imagine any other any other fighter enduring that kind of blood loss from the two cuts. There was two of them, okay? But I couldn't imagine a fighter losing that much crimson and then something not being something not being done, the fight not being stopped. But too much money on the line, I guess, and the Swede didn't get the benefit of the doubt, at least in my mind. Anyway, here's Tyson Fury post-fight. We all knew about the huge cut that happened early on. Now yeah. there's a second cut on the eyelid. Tyson, how did these cuts change the approach, especially when you found out that it wasn't a headbutt, but it was a punch that if had, they had stopped the fight, you would have lost by technical knockout? Yes. Uh, firstly, I just want to say thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me the power, the strength, and giving me the victory on this special weekend. Secondly, big shout out to Bob Aram, top rank, Jimmy Patero, ESPN, and Kevin Mayer. And uh, after that, I want to say big congratulations to Otto. I just want to say rest in peace to his father. I know he'd be very, very proud of the performance that Otto Wallin just did. The great Swede, the Viking warrior. It was a great fight, you know. I got caught early on um, with the inside of the glove uh, on the eyelid, which caught the eye, changed the fight completely. For majority of the fight, I couldn't see out my left eye, and then Southport Orthodox clash, clashed heads and gave me a second cut. I've not seen the cut, but it feels quite bad. But, you know, I am a gypsy warrior. This is Mexican Independence Day. Come on, New Mexico! Viva Mexico! You told us in the fighter meetings you wanted a war. You wanted to finish this fight with a body shot a la Julio yes. Cesar Chavez. You ended up with a face like Julio did against Oscar De La Hoya yes. with the blood and everything. What did you learn about yourself and your performance tonight? Listen, it was a good performance. Got a good 12 rounds in. Otto Wallen was a tough Swede. Um, blood, guts, heart all showed tonight. I won the WBC prestigious Mayan belt. Lineal champion, fifth defense of me title. Deontay Wilder, I want you next, boom! You will get that next once you recover from this cut. And when we look at that, 2020 is the fight everybody sees. What did you learn tonight that will help you for that fight? Listen, all preparation is good. You know, I had a long time out of the ring. That's my third fight back now. One, two, three, four fight back. Put me in good stead now for the big boy, the old bronze bomber, the big dosser, a.k.a. Big Dosser. He's next February 22nd. Let the court heal, you know, enjoy myself and uh, get some time to relax with the family. It's been a long, tough, hard camp. Round 12 against Deontay Wilder was memorable. 
right here against Otto Wolin. It was also a very tough round. How do you get through these rounds and just continue uh, just coming forward? You know what it is? It's all heart and determination. If, I've got, if I can keep going, I will keep going, you know. He was a tough guy, hurt him with some chin shots and some body shots. He kept coming, he's six foot six inches tall, 20 and 0, he didn't know how to lose, but tonight I was the better man. And again, one more time, uh, rest in peace, Otto Wallen's father. Straight up Tyson Fury victorious, but, uh, you know, he's carried some damage and some baggage with it. Of course, that cut, I think, will take about a year to heal. So I'm talking about nine months at least, folks. I'm talking about, you know, six to eight months of no contact. And if you want to spar, maybe, you know, I don't know if I'd ever let him get hit on that again outside of in a fight. That's how bad that scar tissue is going to be. So Tyson Fury, unbeaten still. Otto Wallen loses his first fight. Holds up well. As far as the corners were concerned, you had to give, as I said, I was giving the accolades previously to the corner of Mr. Wall. I'm talking about Joey Gamach out of Lewiston, Maine. But, you know, at the same time, you got to throw rocks at the Tyson Fury corner. What a bunch of hobos. What a bunch of rookies. I mean, they were just like, they were pathetic. And, and you know what was, was sort of pathetic about the promotion was they went to Tyson Fury almost after every round. Very rarely do you see Joey Gamach and Otto Wallen in the corner. It was always Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury. Now, I understand he's a house guy in this net, but he was getting beat up through four rounds there. Straight up, Tyson Fury is still the linear world heavyweight champion. And what was that announcer trying to prove? He asked Tyson Fury three different times, what did you learn from tonight? Bro, don't you have another question? I mean, isn't there another isn't there, isn't there anything else in your mind that would uh, could come to your mind maybe to ask this guy? You're in front of the world, the entire world. you got the world heavyweight champion there, and you ask the same question three times, and he didn't answer it any of the three times. But anyway, I guess that's the way it is in the world of television nowadays. Ask a question, get an answer. If you and don't get the answer, what can I say? Move on. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com. There's like a th- iTunes, like a thousand different platforms. Guess what? I'll be bringing in the professor of pugilism next to talk about Socrates Palmer. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk live on Sports Byline. At the Attitude Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885.
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. What songs sounded the best? Fun. The rest of them sort of sound like Tower of Power cover songs. How can I say that? How can I say that? Because the bass player's gone. Of course, he was the groove master. I'm talking about Francis Rocco Pristia from the start until last year. Of course, his health is taking him off the road, but they have a they have a good bass player, and but he's not Rocco. And when you don't have Rocco, and anyway, bottom line is Tower of Power without Rocco is not Tower of Power. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And Ring Talk without Socrates Palmer on Saturdays is not Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Professor, how are you, sir? Thank you for the kind words. I'm doing well, Pedro. How are you? I'm, I'm excellent. So talk to me. I'm going to give you the same question that that, uh, that young announcer who was choking there, talking to Tyson Fury, gave to Tyson Fury. What did you learn from Tyson Fury's performance last week? Well, uh, what I learned from Tyson Fury that he better stay focused and he better come with a different mentality if he ever fights Deontay Wilder again. Um, I believe that it was more of what he didn't do as opposed to with the uh, his opponent, uh, Whalen, who gave a, a much better showing than anyone expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think Mr. Fury kind of let the promotion and being the celebrity catch up to him. And I don't think he was all there, and he was in a fight. And that's the beauty of uh, sports, the ultimate reality show, unscripted. You never know. That's why we watch, no matter how smart we think we are, although we, you know, we think we might have seen this movie before, and 
we get what happened last week. You know, Waylon gave a great showing. Uh, cut the champ. I'm anyway, we're talking with the professor. Sorry, professor. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, sir. No, just saying that he, he came to win, came up short, but um, that's the beauty of sports, I guess. Bottom line is Tyson Fury is still in the mix, but, you know, I've seen cuts before, and those were some horrendous cuts, both of them. And I don't care if they got microsurgery and they can go in there and stitch them inside and then stitch them on the outside. I've been around the game a little bit. You're looking at nine months to a year. You think that bad? Yeah. I mean, they were talking about February. I can't see that happening. Mm. If, and, and I guess if they don't, if he's going to do a cash out type of thing, that's that would be cool. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I think that would be a cash out opportunity if he was to fight this guy before he was ready. I mean, right? Because here's what's up: Deont- Deontay Wilder cracks him on those cuts, man. It's scar tissue. Stuff's going to pop open instantly. Absolutely, and you know that he's going to have a target on, you know, right above that. And and there was two nasty cuts: the one with punch, yep. I believe the second one might have been a headbutt. Yep. Um, but very real bad spots. And Mr. Fury's 31, 32 now. Mm-hmm. So that skin, you know, he's got some miles on it now. So here, hopefully here, here, uh, it, it, he recovers. Okay, maybe our listeners can visualize what I'm trying to say here. I'm standing in an orthodox stance, and, um, and Tyson Fury, of course, doing all this crazy stuff, uh, left-handed, right-handed, back and forth. But he didn't, how can I put this? He wasn't able to, he wasn't able, he, I, I think he was not mentally prepared, but he wasn't able to impose his will early on. And I think a lot of that, you, you don't think it had anything to do with, Mr. Wallen, are you giving you, you taking away from Mr. Wallen? I just think he was a, a well-conditioned left-handed fighter. When you get left-handers versus right-handers, things happen. No, Wallen was in great condition. I mean, he fought the 12 rounds. He, um, I didn't even realize that he had New York connections. His whole crew, you know, he's a, you know, he fought like a true New Yorker. You know, he. <laughs> if, if I sounded if I sounded a little biased, forgive me. But uh, yeah, he, Joey Gamash and. Um, his team, uh, Demetrius Salida, Hiram Figueroa, David Berlin, had him ready to win, you know, and he was basically he came in with house money. And then the emotion with his father passing away, I'm sure that was an intangible in his heart. And you can never underestimate a guy that's motivated. Um, and the guy that's undefeated, he was undefeated. You know, he didn't know what it is to lose. So that's another thing, another factor. Shit. So the guy came Shit. to win. Shades of Buster Douglas and his mother passing way before the Mike Tyson fight. Yes. That's right. Very speaking true. of bus, speaking of Buster Douglas doing his thing on tour for a second, to for a bit. Of course, they got that thirty on thirty thing rolling, and they're trying to do a movie right now. But believe it or not, um, you know, I, I told you that Buster fell on hard times, and that John Johnson, the Ohio State coach, former Ohio State coach, his manager, um, after helping him out for years, got him a job with the city of of Columbus doing something with the recreation department, but. Buster happens to be the most unappreciative guy. I've, I've been around him. I spent time with him in Columbus, Ohio. He's just he's just the most unappreciative guy you can ever imagine. And a thank you coming from Buster Douglas has absolutely no value. Uh, that's that's definitely terrible to hear. But you know, I've unfortunately I hear that with a lot of fighters. A lot of guys have amnesia, you know, and um, it's a shame because I mean, when you're in that ring, it's the ultimate individual sport but to get into that ring it's a team effort especially when you get to that high level you know you need the right people you know uh, pulling the right strings behind you you know and um, some fighters unfortunately 
catch amnesia. But in return, a lot of fighters that get screwed over by those same guys pulling the strings. So I guess it's a 50-50, you know. Tomorrow we'll be taking a look at the uh, manner in which well, five five theories on the on the death of Sonny Liston. Of course, I've got my own, so that's going to make six theories. Um, before I go with that, you got any got any thoughts on you got any good thoughts on that? Sonny Liston was almost the prototype of Mike Tyson. You know, he was um, from all accounts just an intimidating dude, uh, a guy with a past. I remember they came out with a movie a few years ago. Uh, I believe it was Ving Rhames played the part. And a fascinating mm-hmm. character outside of the ring, you know, more so than in the ring, you know, I believe. Uh, his mob ties and just being a real surly, surly guy. And, of course, only, you know, maybe two people know the truth behind the the, uh, the phantom punch, you know. So, and they're both deceased now. So Ali told me he hit him. He said he hit him hard. He hit him square. He said he, he said he didn't think it would it, he hit him square. He didn't think it would do the damage it did. But then, <clears throat> you know, Sonny might have been born <clears throat> in 1925. So if he was 1925, he was pretty close to 40 when he got into their ring with uh, Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay down there in, in Florida. So he was nearly 40 years old. I think he was a lot older than I think he was definitely a lot older than what people said, because there was a couple of birth certificates. And I think the 1940 census, who might have been the best, the best. Uh, calculus that said he was 10 years old in 1940. So in 1930, he was an old man when he fought Cassius Clay in 19, uh, 1964, at least 34 years old, maybe as old as 38, but an unheralded ring monster who scared the snot out of everybody except one of my boxing mentors, Eddie Majin. Eddie wasn't scared of him. I said, and I said to him later, I talked to Eddie years and years after the Liston fight, he went 12 rounds with Sonny Liston, said he only had one arm, that kind of good stuff. But I said to him, how come you weren't scared of listening? He goes, if I was scared, I would have got killed. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a great line. An underrated jab, too. From what people say, it was more like a, just a straight left. You know, yeah, so, yeah. He, he was an imposing foe, no doubt about that. Of course, died very controversial in Las Vegas. We'll deal with that tomorrow on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 11 a.m. Pacific on that's 2 p.m. Eastern on the two-hour edition of Sunday. Of course, live on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and, of course, the American Forces Network. Now, I got to ask you, my little stud, Emmanuel Navarrete, man, he lit that Filipino Alorte up like, he lit him up like Flash. Oh, boy. Um, the more you see him, the better, you, the better he looks. I mean, Navarrete is made for TV, all-action fighter, not the prettiest aesthetically, you know, but the guy mm-hmm. comes to fight in the typical Mexican fashion. Um, the beauty that they have him active, you know, and, and his career is unfolding. He's becoming a, an ESPN darling, which is great for his career, great for the fans. Uh, Mr. Lorde was definitely overmatched, you know. Uh, hope you got a good payday and Ooh, a great stoppage. Ouch. 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 Great stoppage. I keep, I keep saying ouch. Well, the stoppage was a little funny if you hadn't watched every second of the fight. In other words, if you just tuned in and watched the stoppage, you'd say, man, that might have looked a little premature right then and there. But, no. man, he was licking them like a stamp. No, listen, that stoppage happened at the correct time, and it was kudos to everyone involved in that stoppage. And Elorde, you know, he's still a young man in life, but that's the type of loss. He probably might have had his last fight, you know. He's, 
And, and why? You know what? But why not? Why not go out? I mean, why not go out? If you're not going to go out on top, why don't you go out semi on top and fighting for the title? I think that's the best way, the second best way to go. And yet guys don't want to go that way. I mean, the punishment that, that the young man took last week, you know, and all the punishment he took in the gym, and I'm talking about for 26 fights leading up to this, you know, the residual effects, eh, go get a job. I hate to yeah. tell you, I mean, people say to me, hey, man, you know, you're going to kill the sport telling people that. No, I'm not. I'm just there's there's the other young guys that'll step up and take take the uh take the podium, okay? I mean there are I mean look we've got Valenzuela I mean Emmanuel Navarrete is stepping up in the in the shadows of Canelo Alvarez is maybe Mexico's best right now, right? Absolutely. He, he, you know what? If you if you look at just their body of work in the last year, who's had the more exciting fights? You know who's who's been the guy that's looked like a buzzsaw? Definitely been Navarrete. Okay, speaking of buzzsaws, the Mexican uh, pound-for-pound king, maybe the king of pay-per-view, uh, the highest-paid fighter in the history of the game, talk about Canelo Alvarez, going to take on, going to step up, going to take on Mr. Sergi Kovalev, and they tell me the weight's at 175. Are there any contingencies on that, like 175, and he can't weigh more than 176 when he steps in the ring? Or what's, you know, do you know any of the intangibles? I have not heard any of the uh, stipulations. Um, I would believe that it has to be somewhere in there some type of rehydration clause because you're talking about a guy that would probably weigh in about 190 pounds you know and, yeah uh, Sergei Kovalev is a naturally heavy-handed monster now yeah there's some you know the monster has some miles on it maybe uh you know maybe some some dents on, and uh on the on the body of it but the last thing that goes, Pedro, correct me if I'm wrong, is you punch. You know, that's always been the old cliche. And fighting a guy that's shorter, punching down, a guy that certainly there's going to be no intimidation factor behind, you know, it's a dangerous fight. You know, I understand that Canelo wants to make history, and they probably find, they probably see in uh, Kovalev the ideal opponent at this stage of his career, but it will not be easy. I, I can't see Kovalev just laying down as... The, uh, the British fellow did. Um, I can't remember his it, name. It, it's it, it's the body it's the body and fender work. I think that Canelo's people think that the body and fender work will will prevail, and that and that Mr. Kovalev doesn't like it under the elbows. Well, nobody likes it under the elbows. No, I never met anyone that says I love body shots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know. It's kind, of, it's, it's kind of like the most overplayed line. Oh, he doesn't like it to the body. Well, fine. I mean, a guy that. Uh, does, real, I, I got know, about. But, 50, uh, mm-hmm. Professor, I got about 15, 20 seconds before we go to a hard break. We're doing a remote broadcast. Um, uh, Alfred Anguillo and Peter Quillen tonight. Why is Anguillo stepping in? Why is Wayne Gillen fighting this guy at 168? Is this a, a stay active fight for Mr. Peter Quillen or what? Yeah, I mean, he caught some bad luck. He was also fight Caleb Truax, and um, I'm glad for his sake that he was still able to get a fight. Do I want to see Anguillo in the ring again? When you talk about scar tissue, he's, I think if you look it up in Webster's Dictionary, you'll definitely see Angulo's face, you know. I got to run. Socrates Palmer, the professor of pugilism on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. He is Mexican. He's proud to be Mexican.
Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. iHeartRadio loves music. So let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists. All free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. They call it a day in which boxing, of course, took center stage and the fight shook the world. I'm talking about Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay and Sonny Liston. Check out 1964. Clay had won the Olympic gold medal in 1960. Four years later, he challenged Sonny Liston for the heavyweight championship of the world. You tell that to your camera, your TV man, your radio man, and you right there in the whole world. If Sonny Liston looks me, I'll tell him he's the greatest and catch the next job.
Liston was considered a devastating heavyweight. He had won the title with a first-round knockout. I thought Liston would absolutely take this kid apart and just uh, kill him. I mean, Liston was an absolute thug. His background was clouded by prison time and alleged links to organized crime. His public image was intimidating. He clearly preferred to let his actions in the ring do the talking. serious prediction of how far you think the fight's going to go, Sonny. Then if my way can't talk, I'm going to kill him. Heavyweight champion Sonny Liston, already being compared with all-time greats Jack Dempsey and Joe Lewis, goes into training to dispense with the Louisville lip. Liston's an 8-to-1 favorite, and many experts think that's giving Clay the benefit of the doubt. I'm young, I'm handsome, I'm fat, I'm pretty, and can't possibly be beat. But you won't be after I finish with you. If you like to lose your money, be a fool and bet on Sonny. The media loved Clay's antics, but didn't like his chances in the ring. Cassius, can I ask you how you're feeling now at this point of your I'm finish? feeling great. I'm ready to go to war right now. Well, when you say you're ready to go to war right if now... I see that guy on the street, I beat him before the fight. You'd actually take him on before the fight? Beat him like I'm his daddy. I saw Sonny Liston a few days ago, Cash. Ain't he ugly? <laughs> he He's too ugly to be the world's champ. The world's champ should be pretty like me. Well, he told me to bet my life that you wouldn't go three rounds. Well, if you want to lose your money, then bet on Sonny. I'll never lose a fight. It's impossible. Tell him. It's impossible. Never to lost a fight in your life. That's any of my fans when was the last time they lost. I'm too fast. Champion from the king. I'm the king. I'm not only a fighter. I'm a poet. I'm a prophet. I'm the resurrector. I'm the savior of the boxing world. If it wasn't for me, the game would be dead. What percentage of the fans who are coming to see you fight Sonny Liston, what percentage of the fans do you feel will be coming to see him, and what percentage do you feel will be coming to see you? Well, 100% will be coming to see me, but 99% will be coming to see me get beat. Do you really feel like that? Because they think I talk too much. But I got these. And they represent your thinking. These represent dynamite. There he is. An unheard of thing happened at the Main Street gym in Miami. Challenger Cassius invaded while Liston was training. Sonny might be great, but he will leave in eight. If he want to go to heaven, I'll get him in seven. He'll be in a worse fix if I cut it to six. If he keeps talking jive, he'll go in five. If he keeps talking about me, I'll get him in three. If that don't do, he'll fall in two. And if he run, he'll go in one. And if he don't want to fight, he should keep himself home that night. People do say I'm cocky. Some say I need a good whooping. Some say I talk too much. But anything that I say, I'm willing to back up. Yeah, I wish him a happy new year because he's going to need happiness after I annihilate him because he's going to be, I'm going to beat him so bad, he's going to think he robbed the bank. Cassius, how do you feel today? Pretty good. How you doing? I hear you met Don Juan today. How was he? He wasn't too friendly. Remember, the greatest fighter that ever lived. 
in and out of the ring. He changed the whole innovation of boxing. He was the first available superstar. Oh, I thought he was a very promising heavyweight at the time. I had no dreaming idea that he could win that fight. I didn't give him a chance in hell. He thought he was crazy. And, and Sonny, uh, I don't know, he had a violent side to him that everybody knew about, you know. But Cassius was smart, and he was clever. And he, had, he could get on the list and skin more so than anybody ever, ever knew, you know. Lister didn't know what, what to expect, uh, uh, what came into play there. Tough guys are afraid of guys that are a little goofy, or guys fly over the cuckoo's nest, no, those kind of guys. Tough guys don't know where to go with that. And he was a tough guy, Liston. So Liston's kind of looking at him like this, and then he's screaming and he's hollering. Dr. Robin's taking his blood pressure. Angel, you guy's scared to death. This guy's scared to death. He ain't gonna, he's scared. I, go, I ain't gonna make the fight go on. Uh, and I'm, look, I'm listening to the guy, I said, he's only playing, he's only playing. I am saying, we're having a little fun here. Clay said uh, later, he said, uh, anybody would have to be afraid of a crazy man. And that's why I was acting crazy. For nearly 9,000 people, including celebrities from sports and show business, filled convention hall on the evening of February 25th. Millions more watch closed circuit television and movie theaters around the world. And just before 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Cassius Clay and his entourage made their way to the ring to be followed by Sonny Liston. There we see the spotlight on the world champion, Sonny Liston, in his entourage. Sonny with that hooded robe, heavyweight champion with ropes being spread apart, bounces in, calm, cool, collected, and we're in the opposite corner of Sonny Liston. Uh, we see at this point the challenger, the challenger catches Marcellus Clay, 22 years of age, unbeaten. 15 rounds for the heavyweight championship of the world. Cassius Clay on the move as we see, looking to get Sonny to run, carrying his left hand dangerously low. Liston, the aggressive man, Ooh. a good heavy shot dug under the heart. Very slippery. The challenger is jabbing all over body, head and right hand. The best punch of the fight so far. Another jarring right hand that time, folks. Another one. Sonny wobbles. Sonny wobbles. Cassius has him hurt. Sonny is, none of, is, is talking to... below the eye, and he's getting hit with all the punches in the book. The crowd now cheering the challenger. Cassius Clay, peripheral vision, sharp, he's looking over my shoulder, he's looking over my shoulder. <laughs> they might be stopping it, that might be all, ladies and gentlemen. Get up there, Joe, get up there, get up in the ring. Clay had won, we were stunned. 
disbelieving. Only Clay clearly understood that he was the heavyweight champion of the world. And he took his time to tell the newsmen at ringside that they had been wrong. All of them. I was so stunned. I was just electrified. And there he was right in front of me and a whole bunch of other newspaper men pointing down to us like this. I told you, I told you, I told you exactly what I was going to do. Well, we were just sitting there stunned. We didn't even know which key to hit first. He did shake up the world, no doubt about that. The man born Cassius Marcellus Clay, of course, January 1942, Louisville, Kentucky, died a few years ago at the age of 74 from septus. And, of course, that's a blood disease. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, there was no greater athlete. So when he called himself the greatest, although that self-accolades are like, you know, worthless. I mean, I could say that I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. But if, in the mind, if I'm not in the minds of the majority, uh, I'm not, I'm not. But in his mind, he was the greatest. And as it turns out, there was no greater athlete. I may have been around the world with him. We, I saw him stop traffic. We went to hospitals. Uh, we did all kinds of charitable things together, stuff that guys don't have to do. I mean, he was getting paid to do other things. But no, no he wanted to fit the charity events in that we did, of course, hospital visits, hospice visits, you name it. Muhammad Ali did it. He was just a class act. And I know his widow, Lonnie Ali, was proud of him, no doubt about that. So people say to me, what's the most, what's the funniest Muhammad Ali story you think you can tell? Hmm. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of them. But I think that one of the, uh, I, I would think that one of the funniest was when I refused to get on, when I refused to get on the helicopter over in, in, uh, in Hong Kong. Um, my, one of my good friends, I'm talking about Bill Graham, of course, a former rock promoter here in San Francisco, but him along with Mark Edis. Donald Trump's vice president of boxing. They both went down in helicopter crashes. So I wasn't getting in this helicopter. And I explained to them that this was Muhammad Ali, blah, 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 blah. So I'm jumping up and down. And finally, there's a tear coming out of my eye. They can realize how serious I am about this. So I guess this isn't the funniest thing. So, but we had purchased 35 tickets to this this helicopter and there were non-refundable tickets in other words no refunds baby no way no way no how there was going to be no refunds but you didn't have muhammad ali asking you to get refunds so here's what we did we went to the ticket guy harold smith and i harold says i got 35 tickets here it's like you know almost 1500 bucks man we would we, get these right this helicopter rides blah 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 how am i supposed to get a refund and i said well let's go try to get one so we go up there and harold harold says just shut up I said, okay, just shut up. So we go up there, and this guy's in Chinese, and he ain't giving up nothing. He ain't no refunds. And it says new for no refunds everywhere. I mean, everywhere you look, every angle you take, it says no refunds, right? So we've got 35 tickets we need to get refunds on. So anyway, bottom line was we told the guy, hey, Muhammad's scared of the helicopter. And the guy says, really? He said, yeah. He goes, I tell you what, I can get a picture of you and Muhammad together. How about that? And you give us a refund. He said, okay. So he gave us a refund. He took the picture with Ali. 
was all over with. We took the hovercraft over to uh, Macau, and that was history. But that was one of the funny times. I told him, I saved you. He goes, what do you mean you saved me? I said, man, you know, these helicopters, God knows what's going to happen in a helicopter. I told him the richest people in the world fall down in helicopters, man. It ain't pretty, no way, no how. You are tuned to Ring Talk, live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. You need to touch a little bit on the world of USC, of course, rocking and rolling the USC tonight. Jeremy Stevens and Yair Rodriguez. I believe that's on ESPN+. Plus. Check it out. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517-800-932-5517-800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam, for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable Bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information, and then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, if ever there was a guy that should just shut up and just, you know, go away, I think it's Mikey Garcia, 39 and one, of course, the former lightweight champion, former junior lightweight champion. Bottom line is he stepped up to 147 and didn't fight. All he did was collect a paycheck against Earl Spence. Speaking of Earl Spence in action next week, we'll talk about that in just a second. But Mikey Garcia was on Showbox last night saying he deserves to be back in the limelight. Dissonant. Listen, pal, you're only as good as your last fighter in the world of showbiz and, and entertainment. You're only as good as your last show or your last movie, your last fight. Bottom line is, your last fight, you suck. You should be giving fans money to come watch you after that last performance. Straight up, pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should pay people to view you. I'm talking about Mikey Garcia, 39-1, talking smack maybe at 140 or 135. Speaking of 147, Earl Spence, of course, the man. Uh, And Tim and Terrence Crawford, of course. Crawford tied in with that ESPN deal. And Bob Arum, ESPN Plus. And there's Knox. Delahoy is making Knox about Crawford. Uh, basically not making the Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, Crawford's making decent money, but he isn't making great money. And I don't know how much money he would make. I mean, I don't know much of, how much of a, a pay-per-view star Terrence Crawford is. I mean, he comes to us from the boxing high pit of Omaha, Nebraska. But outside of that, you know, what do we know about him? Really, I mean, he's a good champion, 135, 140, and now 147. But he... Yeah. People aren't jumping up and down like he's Sugar Ray Leonard or anything like that. Not that there ever will be another Sugar Ray Leonard, for that for that matter. I mean, somebody said to me the other day, you know, Duran, Roberto Duran was going up. Where was Roberto going? Roberto was going off to Russia, I think, on Thursday for a fight. And somebody said to me, oh, you you, you talking about Roberto Duran, the guy that lost to Sugar Ray Leonard? Was well, that sort of like saying, you know, you lost to God? I mean, because, you know, Ray was a, a boxing god. There's no doubt about it. I'm not giving him undue accolades. He was a champion of 147, 154, 160. The rest of the titles say poo-poo on. But, you know, I mean, come on. He beat Marvin Hagler over 12 rounds. Yeah, it was a 12-round fight when they should have been fought for 15 rounds. But, you know, that's on that's on Marvin. That ain't on nobody else. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, iHeartRadio and the Sports Byline Channel. Sirius XM Satellite Radio, straight up Channel 211. Oh, all kinds of different platforms to listen to Ring Talk Live worldwide. But iHeart's got a good thing going, and I'm going to put together an iHeart practice. So each time, each and every time we appear on the air, iHeart will send you a little email saying, guess what? Ring Talk's live and happening. Speaking of live and happening, I want to thank my producer and, of course, the great Scott Cuddy. I want to thank Socrates Palmer, and I want to thank you, the Ring Talk family of listeners. 36-plus years now, you guys rock. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect from Marin County, California. 